1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 5 4 3 2 1 Is Madden. Madden trying to manufacture the shot. Gets it away. It's yeah! there! Oh my word! What
0: a goal! From Paddy Madden, the Irishman strikes again! And is that the goal? That's gonna send stockport County back into the football league!
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Scarf Bagara War. Stockport County's best ever fan podcast. It's actually the only fan podcast so you know we're claiming that title anyway. Um, I'm delighted to be joined uh, by none other than Michael Rains. I've got a bit of an intro here because I did a bit of research this you know in in my lunchtime today. So career spanning 536 games across nine clubs. At County it was 159 and seven goals. Do you remember all the goals?
0: I remember most. Yeah. Um A couple of them were were headers, and a couple of broken noses. Well, I've done, I don't remember one at Wrexham. I've got a picture of my he nose; he's he's splattered here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> but it's not the the best ratio. I'm on 157 <laughs> for seven. But no, I do I do remember him.
1: good stuff. I've actually written down an absolute peach against Oldham, a lob, and we maybe we'll come to that later because that's that's a, that was a good one and definitely at the height of where we've where County have been in recent times. I think. Definitely,
0: definitely. Yeah, we can we can get into sort of it's a full can of worms. I think when you start talking, sort of that season, and that was definitely one of the highlights. And after there, it sort of yeah yeah. yeah we'll yeah. get to it. I'll put my armbands on. It will yeah. get a bit deeper. That I think.
1: <laughs> um, just to check, can everybody hear us? That looks like you can. Uh, what we might do is try and do a live phone in as well, so you can see the ticker at the bottom. I'm not guaranteeing this is going to work. Um, and, and I'll explain a few things in a second. But you can see the, uh, the the URL at the bottom. If you tap that into your browser and you want to talk to uh, to Rainsy, then do do that. I might have to go and get a speaker because I can't hear anything at the moment. But uh, we'll sort that out. Um, the eagle-eyed of you will know that Paul Turnbull's not here, or will see that Paul Turnbull's not yet. Um, that's because he's poorly. He was sent home today.
0: He was sent home today from work. Um, Yeah, he's not too great. So he did say he'll come on and do his own one for you. So you get to hear some of Paul's stories, Um, hopefully. Yeah, Yeah. sweet.
1: Well, we'll, yeah, we'll look forward to that. And um, I'm not sure anyone's bothered, but Nick's not turned up. Um, No, on a serious note, Nick's had some bad news today. So he's not available to do the podcast tonight. So you stuck with me. Um, So it might not be as funny as when Nick's here so I do apologise for that but at least you'll get some insight and we've got Rains here as well so we, we can talk for about an hour can't we about all things uh, county, football, uh, academy and all that kind of stuff um, so let me play a little transition because um, I like to do this and then we will get into it This is the Scarf Bagara War the Stockport County fan created podcast, blog YouTube live show and website Find us at the uk for county fans by County fans. And before we start, I've got to say uh, as well, I wouldn't be a very good YouTuber if I didn't say this. Please hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. Uh, it does make a difference. We're nearly like at 1,300 uh, subscribers now, so that's pretty good, um, considering there's probably, what, I don't know, 15,000 County fans. We think we're doing pretty well. So uh, so yeah, Rainsy Academy. Michael Raines, coaching, all that sort of stuff. I think for, first off, because uh, I have done some research, everybody, just for those regular listeners and watchers, um, explain the new academy set up to us and, ha- and, and sort of the, the structure, and then we'll get into
0: where you fit in, where Bully yeah. fits in and things like that. Okay, perfect. So it's, um, I'll sort of go back, um, obviously, while Stockport were recent years in the, the lower leagues, um, we couldn't have a traditional academy which is sort of your under eights up to under 16s and your typical scholar squad so what we had was a BTEC program which was a college program which was half college half football so we try and get the best players we could develop them over two years at the end of them two years the potential there would be to jump up to the first team right so that has been a massive success when we when we first come in had done an amazing job absolutely amazing i think the record speaks for itself of the players he, he brought through the festus and stuff like that yeah from that point we've tried to to grow it as best we can of obviously the way the club has and the way everything is here it's growing and growing um so we now have a full program. Um, well, sorry. Last year we had a full program, and we was lucky enough to get a lot of lads that jumped up to the first team. The club has now been promoted, so for us that was all change. Um, we then become an official academy, um, which for us was amazing, absolutely amazing. I think the big benefit of it was we can protect our players now. Yeah, um, it's it's a huge thing, huge thing. If you think of not just stopport. But the surrounding areas around Stockport, lads were going here, there, and everywhere. The, they might be with us for a couple of weeks, but then we had no, and they go get a sniff to go to a, a club that there was an official academy. Yeah. Did jump ship. Yeah. Where now we can sort of try and tie die, tie down the best players over the next couple of years. So, how it looks, you've got your scholar squad, which is your under 18s. Um, Below that, you've got under-16s all the way down to under-8s, which is right. now our official academy. Right. However, we have kept the football education side, the the previous BTEC program, we've kept that going. Right. Reason for that is it's been successful. It's been, I think, if you look at the players we brought through, it's been a real, real success story, that football education program. It gives an opportunity to lads... I think on the programme, we've got 150 lads um, and it gives them all the, the same opportunity to to develop, not just football-wise, but we've got a, a fantastic education team that can sort of prepare them to go to uni or we have a lot of lads that go and do American scholarships. Um, so they're sort of... Side by side now. Um, so my role, I'm head of football in the football education side. Um, Damien Allen's obviously head of academy, right. um, yeah. so Damo oversees it all. Um, we've got Jamie who runs the Squalor Squad, who's an amazing young coach that's come in, um, and we're really excited to see where he can do over the next couple of years. And then you've got Paul who works with me in the football education side. Um, we've got another couple of coaches in there as well, so it's really really good. I think that. The big thing for us is in the football education side uh, at 16, you've got to sort of make a decision on a player and it's a scholar or no scholar. Some players are not ready at 16 to make that jump. Um, The beauty of this football education side is you can keep them in the building and develop them as best you can. Some of them might do that and you can get some, a Jack Hinch, for example, that, Jack in his first year didn't really do what he wanted to. Second year he kicked on like that, and then obviously Jack's story sort of sort of tells itself. So for us, we it's great for the community in terms of lads have a great outlet to get to once they leave school. Um, like I said, the the football program we'd like to think is fantastic for them. Education we try to get it not just a, a tick, but they leave us with a real, real good qualification. So for us, it's really, really exciting. The
1: well, there's loads of things going around my head based on what you just said there, but... Uh,
0: Sorry, a lot of info <laughs> there. Sorry, I've been, I've been sort of working on that today knew I was going to get that question.
1: No, no, it's really good. It's really good. I'd like to delve into parts of it, if if you don't mind. So first off, the community side of it and, and retaining that Tech element, which I guess is for 16 to 18-year-olds. Yes, yes, yes. Is that is that a direct directive from Mark Stock? Because he's, he's all about community, isn't he?
0: Definitely, definitely. So for us, it's... We sort of do it as lads get near enough everything the scholars get. We try to get them in the gym. We try to get them the analysis. Right. We try to do everything we can to squeeze every drop of potential out of them 100 lads, 100-odd hundred lads that we've got. Um, our goal is to try and find somebody in there that they, they potentially missed or we potentially missed for that group that yeah. we can push through. Goal, this lads out, start festus again, example of that. Even Pye is another example that sort of come through this type of program. Didn't get into Rochdale's scholarship group, but obviously has come through and done really well out of one of these programs. Um, and the community side's brilliant. I love driving in and seeing all the lads with the county gear on yeah, coming yeah. in. It's, it's absolutely amazing. And I think it stands lads in good stead in terms of their education. I think that's a big, big one because it's, it's not just coming in and having a, a game of footy and having a mess about. You leave them with a real good qual that gets you to real good universities.
1: Yeah, no, it's really good. And you, you mentioned scholars because I, I don't really, I don't really understand the difference between a scholar and a, a football slash education yeah. sort of
0: thing. So once you leave school, um, academies have a squad of eighteen players that are a scholar, um, and that was what it was when we come through years ago. Right. Um, so they're paid by the club. Right. Are you educated um, as well, though? You are educated. Um, it's a different beta to what we do. Right. But it's sort of, you, you sort of, I always class it as you're an apprentice to be a footballer. Right. That's yeah. sort of what it looks like. Um, you obviously try to mirror everything the first team does. It's It's sort of what we do, trying to, trying to up it as best we can Um, and the support you get from the football league is brilliant again we can tie players down that they can't just disappear to other clubs Um, and it's really exciting we've got a good young bunch in there obviously this year it's sort of been we didn't have an under 16s coming up to a scholar group which next year we potentially we will do um so it's been but we've got a, a real real good bunch in there so it's i'm excited over the next couple of years to see where they can get to nice um let's take it back then so that you've, you've just explained the structure
1: which was pretty pretty well explained to me, i've yeah, been yeah. working on that <laughs> I was, well, I was watching <laughs>
0: it's
1: like an interview yeah. isn't it it's like well, a work interview um un, you mentioned under 10s uh to well, under, under, eight, eight. under eight under eight, eight, to eight under, eight. under, yeah. under yeah. 16s yeah, yeah. so I know that there's the county Colts as well, and we'll come to that in a yes. second, which I think is a sort of community, yes. community yeah. sort of cell, which, which you know, which is which is great. So those under ten, under eights to under tens, what's the what's the scouting like for that? The network and, and how has that changed since we've gone up?
0: It's we now have a, we do have um, a scouting team in place now um, that are in the schools that we're, we're we're trying to find the best players in the area, um, and it's eights and nines is where you sort to try to. It's so difficult an eight, try to judge an eight to nine year old, who's gonna be, but I think it's the options there to keep the lads in the building. And you're gonna get some right, you're gonna get some wrong, but at least we're protected in terms of what we've got. yeah. Um, and what Dam- is Damien and Mike Jeffries, who are sort of organized that from top to toe, the academy side from the, the under 18s, all the way down to, to the younger ages, the program they put in place, for them, players growing up is absolutely amazing in terms of the the programme, what they get, the coaches they brought in, the structure they've got to try and squeeze every drop of potential out of these young lads to, to try and get the next Tommy Rose coming through. Yeah. That, that that that's what we want to do. We want the next Adam Lafondre coming through. It's it's what we want to get back to. Um, and I think the hopefully touch wood, the the structure that, that's in place there will we'll sort of reap the rewards over the next couple of years.
1: Yeah. No, it sounds good. Um, yeah, I mean the, the the extreme example. I know you mentioned Tommy Rowe and and Adam Lafondre and and yourself and you know other that yeah. we could name other players. Is the extreme example sort of Phil Foden because he he <laughs> went to my primary school and he's and he's just around the corner. Okay, he might have just been that good that he went to City anyway. Yeah. But, but if we'd have been there first.
0: Yeah, it, it's a tough one because of it. everyone always says for Folden, a man. Will yeah. we keep the next Phil? But no, it's... It, it, the it, klaxon it, going up. It's oh, right, it, it, <laughs> is, is, is What's Phil Folden worth to Stockport now? You'd sell him for, for thousands. Yeah, absolutely yeah. life-changing money. Yeah. Um, would we have got him? We don't know. That's a, a different conversation. But what it does do is give us the the option to keep them lads. Yeah. And hopefully when they come in the building and they see the way it is at SSV now, they see the coaching structure, it's in place. They see how they're working with lads to, to get them in. And I was there the other day watching the Junior Academy and I don't, I don't know if I should say this, but you had Sam Minion doing the warm-up with them and you had Jordan Keen there doing the session. And I'm thinking, if I'm a parent bringing my child in here, I'm thinking, wow, what sort of more could you ask for, really? So it's a real, real exciting structure. Um, and like I said, hopefully over the next few years we'll we'll sort of keep the, the, the fills yeah. in the building Yeah, and yeah. we'll see where we go from there.
1: Yeah. Cause it'll all filter through. won't it? And I guess, I guess, you know, you, whatever your outlook on life is in terms of scouting eight year olds, seven year olds, or whatever. Cause I, my, my son w- was in, was in grassroots football and you yeah. get scouts coming along and, and some parents are going, it's disgusting. How can you judge a seven year old or eight year old? But if we don't do it as a club, other clubs will do it. Will. Um, and I've listened to a podcast recently where, um, where clubs who don't keep up with the rest or even do better than the rest, yeah. if he's, he's standing still, he's, he's falling behind. Yeah. So, and if we don't do that, we'll just we'll just end up falling behind again. Definitely, won't
0: we? definitely. And I think you, it's a tough one because you're always going to, say you say, under eights. So the ones you keep, fantastic. The ones you don't, it's sort of the the horrible side of football yeah. from yeah. such an early age. Um, but what we has we've got in place is sort of the player care so we've got a full-time player care now that'll be from the under 18s all the way down to the, the lower age groups and he sort of deals with stuff like that and right. we make sure it's not just sorry no you're not good enough by we make sure the lads are looked after and they, they sort of find their next journey because some won't always go like that yeah. some will drop and then maybe come back again and that's each player's individual journey but we want to make sure as one that we're we're good people and we treat these young men and these young boys as, as best we can because, like I said, it's people at the end of the day that's more important than whatever a footballer's going to be.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I think James Jennings has got to play a liaison kind of role, hasn't he, in the seniors? Yes, and then yeah. and is that what is that what you're referring to? Sort of yes, yeah, like, so you've got James Academy. and you've got Ryan Jones who right. just sort of
0: down to the younger ones as well. So right. James is going to be, he's been brilliant as well with that. Um, I think for me, obviously, I've knew JJ for, for many years and I think that role suits him down to a T. Um, and I think keeping people like him in the building is going to be great, not just for for everyone at the club, but for our young boys that are coming through. To have someone like him guiding them and giving them the advice that he can will will be will be priceless. Yeah. How do so so that under eights to under sixteens then how
1: does that get reported back to you? I'm assuming, and we'll come to the older groups shortly, but yeah. I'm assuming they get full reports and and things. Do they do the under eights to the under under sixteens? Is that more like this player is doing well or do you get the insight do you get the graphs and all that you kind of do. thing do we
0: sort of try to cover everything so the the coaches from the football education and all the junior academy coaches were all sort of in the same office at the minute um so joe Ducket is lead for the under i think it's under 12s down and then james vincent right. who was obviously a wow. spot for is 16s <laughs> down to 12s so we're sort of all in the, the same office so it's just constant dialogue i've got this lad, he's doing well and like I said, this year sort of it been through together, so there's a lot of putting pieces together, but it's it's really exciting. Like I said, if you're a parent and you come in and see that, it's sort of yeah. wow straight away, especially if you're obviously a stopport fan.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And going back to being a stopport fan, obviously a county fan, you know, I think I've lost count now of the, the amount of ex players that are in that academy setup. I yeah. think I've got four plus Minion and Kino yeah. now. Yeah, have I got that right?
0: So there's me, Demo, Demi, yeah. Bully. Vinny, yeah. Keno, Sam. That's six, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, So, and I've heard a
1: lot of people online, not heard them, I've, I've seen it online, that, you know, from certain quarters, the county isn't county anymore, because, you know, since stock came in, we got rid of the old guard and brought new people and things like that in terms of staff, and, and the arts, but you, you, for the academy, and you know, the existing and, and what it's become now, that's more county than ever, surely. I'd like to think <laughs> so, yeah, we would
0: like to think so, and it's sort of different, Years really, yeah. as well, in yeah. terms of obviously different eras, definitely. Yeah. Sorry, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> different eras, in terms of obviously me and Bully were sort of the last time um, we had the promotion, yeah. Um, and then you've obviously got Kino and um, Sam and that sort of Bully again, and put him in that category as well. Yeah, of yeah, that long, Annie. so it's um, it's nice and it's nice for us as well to sort of we've been there and done it at this club um, especially me and Paul and Damien um, we've sort of been here and, and James as well sorry Vinnie um, we've all done that journey yeah. so we know what it looks like we know sort of what it takes and hopefully we can we can try and help us as best we can.
1: No, it's really good. I did have a, I did have a question on Kino and Minion as to yes. whether they'd they'd started yet and in their roles, and I think you've sort of confirmed that. So what, yeah, are you allowed to say what they're doing at the moment? Yes, yeah,
0: so I, I think Kino's doing the under-15s, I think, um, and then Sam's doing a bit of the S&C stuff. Uh, right. Sam's sort of between at the minute what he wants to do, so he's sort of just dipping his toe into stuff. But I watched him the other day, and it was really, really impressive. So... Um like I said, it's it's really exciting to have them lads in the building.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It is it's a county fan. So that, that, that's got yeah. that continuity and, and succession planning is there in it, which is yeah. really, really good. Um, I'm just tr- scrambling around. I mean, I would say. In terms of the whole Academy staff then, how how, how many is there? I do know. we we'll are just name six. <laughs> oh, is t- is there, you must know everybody, but is it? Is it too many to sort of?
0: R- so the, these it breaks into two straight away so you've got the football education side so with that you've got myself and four other coaches right that are in the football so that's 16 to 18 on top of that you've got five tutors that hire okay. by Stockport County right so they provide the education so the big benefit with that is you're not using an outside company to come in there are tutors that right. sort of represent our values it's what we want to teach to them lads um and bob who runs that has been absolutely fantastic um and it's a lot of these courses i don't want a bad mouth of courses are very much get the lads in and get them ticked off where we want top marks we want merits we want distinctions we want them leaving us with a a real good qualification that can sort of lead them to wherever they want to go to
1: yeah no that's really really good um and all this happens at Stockport Sports Village.
0: It's carnage someday. Yeah, <laughs> it's carnage. It's um, I think in terms of what the venue is, it's fantastic. There'll be no, I'll go again, I'll split it in two. Football education-wise, there'll be no one can provide the facilities that we can provide that are there. Yeah, Even the academy, what them lads get, it's second to none. There's not much better. So for them boys and for, for our boys especially, it's... We talk about squeezing every drop of every player. We've got everything we need there to do that. Good pitches. We've got a great gym we can use. We've got strength and conditioning studios. We've got yoga studios. We've got analysis rooms. We've got all the four classrooms there. So everything's on site. We couldn't ask for anything more. Who who administers all that in terms of who, who needs to
1: be where, when? Because I, I think Again, they, 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 need a med- they need a medal, don't they? They do they really? need a medal. It, <laughs> it is
0: between us. And there is some days where these these 20 lads squashed in a very small changing room when we've got, I'll give you an example, this Wednesday, we've got five games this Wednesday right. going on. Um, so it is a lot of communication and getting through it. But touch wood, it's gone quite smoothly so far.
1: Yeah. And on on the football education side, do you... Do you... Go on, go on, have a drink. I'll, 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 I'll make my question long. Yeah. No. <laughs> do, you, do you have tactical classroom sessions within that as well that's on the football side? Yes,
0: so we yeah. do, once a week, they'll do an analysis session. So every home game's filmed and we'll analyse that, try to, we've got a full-time analysis now with a scholar, so he'll sort of drip feed what the scholars are doing, which has been dripped down for what the first team are doing and everyone tries to mirror that right. all the way down. Because if a lad goes from there to there to there, yeah. he needs to know how they play, what the shapes look like, what yeah. the, what's required of him. So we try to tailor it as best we can, so everyone gets the same.
1: Yeah does that does that pose problems when? Not I'm not saying it's going to happen, but say we change the manager and he, he he decided to play four at the back. Then you because I've 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 been told. Well, Mark Brock, Brock Bank, I'm sure he's always listening. <laughs> Hi Mark. Um, in the in the youth teams, I'll play four at the back, but obviously, County play three at the back? Is that even true, or how does that stack
0: up? It's sort of changed. We, we changed a lot, if I'm right. honest. Um, last year, we had a lot of success with playing that. This year, we've sort of gone between the two. Um, I think, if I'm honest, the success of the first team, and the gaffer's had a massive input. He's given us so much information, and it's been a huge success for him over the years, and we're just trying to pick his brain as best we can. One for our lads to give them the best chance if they ever get up there. Yeah. And two, for us as coaches, obviously he's been there, done it. He's He's been a success wherever he's gone. So if we can sort of pinch little bits off him that could drive us going forward, why wouldn't we do it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So moving up then from the under-8s to the under-16s. In yeah. fact, if anyone's asking any questions, by the way, Academy sounds brilliant, only just the beginning and... Oh, yeah, Edgy's... My mate Edgy's got a lad at um, at Rochdale, yeah. but yeah, he can't just move over. I've already okay. told, I told, I told him that. Yeah. He's, he's he's not can't having it over that name Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But if you have got any questions, put them in. I'll try and I'll try and pick them out. Uh, as I say, we are doing a live phone So if you want to put that URL that's on the ticker at the bottom into your browser and come through to the green room, I should be able to see you. I might go and have to run and get a, p- a speaker or something, but we'll sort that out. Um, I do work in IT, so it should work, he says. Yeah, whatever. Um, So that's the under-8s to the under-16s. In terms of um, the... So you spoke about the
0: sixth formers, haven't you, with the BTEC. So
1: do they get to choose what their BTEC is? No, we do
0: one BTEC, which is a BTEC in sports and coaching development. Um, Right, okay. But the good thing, again, with having our own tutors, we sort of choose the units that you have in it. So the units we have are one, beneficial to them as footballers. So it might be nutrition, it might be strength and conditioning bits that they're sort of learning while yeah. they, while they're doing it. Um, other things, it's sort of, we touch on business, we touch on law. So again, it opens their degree pathways to to go and do a sports business degree, to go and do a sports law, Yeah, um, which a lot of lads have done. A lot of lads have gone down that route. And I think that one thing we do is we're very honest and the, the chances of making it as a footballer across the board, across the country, are very, very slim. We need to make sure you have a backup plan. Yeah. And I use myself, I use Damien as an example. And I think Damien played 400 league games. I played 500. We both finished our careers with degrees while we were still playing. So yeah. the lads have not really got an excuse to not do the work because they've got the two the two worst lads next to them that have done it while <laughs> they were still playing. Um, it's important. It's a, it's a huge, huge... I, I think the, the big thing, it opens doors. Some yeah. will leave us and go and do something else, but they'll always have the option to, if they ever wanted to go down them routes, you, you, you can do.
1: Yeah, and, and the, even with the six players that, that played for us, you know, yourself included, you, having a mentor that's been and done that, you know, you you can say to those lads, look, I played 500 games and I've got my degree and in coaching badges as well, I guess. What, UA for B, UA for A? I'm
0: on my A at the moment, right? So
1: there's kind of, it kind of removes that excuse from a lot of lads, that's, doesn't it? Because, yeah. We all know, you know, we're all 16, 17 yeah. you, I, look, I was going to say, try and tell, try tell that to them. lads. Exactly. No, but
0: if I'm honest, the one thing we do is we we have lads that buy into what we're doing. Yeah, um, we're very lucky enough with the facilities, with what we've got in place. We we have a lot of lads apply and um, we only want lads that buy into to what we're doing, Yeah, um, which, again, is a, a blessing for us as coaches, as staff, that the lads that are there are, are there for the right reasons.
1: Yeah. And just a quick one on Stockport Sports Village again before we move on. Is the, I know the ladies play there yes. still don't they 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 train there on a Wednesday and I think well, in fact I think it's two nights a week now. Um is it just County now? Because I've, I've not been for a while now. But...
0: No, there is there is a lot of community stuff still going on right. there. Um, there's a lot of junior stuff that we've been on a Saturday morning before and these these, these hundreds of young lads there playing right. football, um, which, again, it, it's great to see. Um, the ladies are there before us one evening because obviously you've got Stockport Town there as well yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there is a, a big community presence still there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because that, that, Again. In just, the day, it's just us. Though. It's just right, okay. all our lads, yeah. Right, okay. We do have the, the the sort of the main gym. Um, we have like a, there's a separate bit called the Hive, which is like our sports performance gym. Right. The main gym is sort of for the public and there is classes and stuff going on.
1: Right, okay. I'm starting to build a picture now. Having been there many times, yeah. and I was involved in the county ladies as well. So, yeah. it's just starting to crystallize now. That's good. Okay, let's move on to the scholars then. Okay. So that's the, that's the academy, isn't it? That's the,
0: the academy. The apprenticeship from 16 to 18. They have a two-year contract. Right. And, and
1: that's different to the sort of the for yeah football yeah, education. Because yeah, yeah, exactly. if they're not, for want of a better phrase, if they're not pulling the weight or they're not, you, you can let them go, can you?
0: Not let them go in the BTEC. Okay. Um, because, the, the, again, we want to look after them and people and we don't yeah. just want to ship them off. It's sort of... Again, I'll touch on the blessing we've got, the lads that we've had in the building. We've never really had to, Have to get rid of anybody yeah. because they've not bought into what we're doing. So we're, that could change. We've yeah, had a yeah. new intake this year. <laughs> that could change. But I think in terms of the difference, it's the games programmes on a Saturday for the scholars, um, where the, the football education is a college time. So it's on a Wednesday. Um, so our top teams play on a Wednesday and some play on a Friday. And um, the scholars play on a Saturday, obviously originally like, like, like most do and um, they get paid they don't oh okay um, so the scholars groups do get paid right but the btech lads don't because it's a college course other than that we try to give them what we can in terms of what the scholars are getting and um, again obviously the scholar stuff it's a little bit more detailed and a little bit that probably will try to get across to these lads um, but it's exciting that it's been the first year we've had the sort of two on par so the end of the season, it'll be interesting to see where the scholar group are compared to the BTEC lads. Yeah. Like I said, that's got us joy over the last couple of years. So for us, it's sort of the unknown, um, but a really exciting unknown in that as well. Has anybody ever
1: been part of the uh, the education side and become a scholar? So, yes, two of them have.
0: Right, nice. Two lads from the football Education side, I'll say the FE. The FE have jumped over and signed scholar forms. Um, and then we register all our elite players for the scholars as well. So I think the last game, five football education lads played for the scholar group. Right. So the, the pathway is, again, it's there. Yeah, it's there good. for everybody.
1: And I guess in terms of the scholars, they then move on to... Well, I guess they could, they could move into... Into the first team could they
0: potentially, but so could the Beaten Lads, right? Again, yeah, because so the the it, it, it's, again because you don't know. It's it's the unknown this year. Right, the unknown this but year. But I suppose
1: it's it's open as ne- open as possible, but secure is necessary. Into it because yeah. they can make it up there. I but, think that's a great but, way to describe but, it. Yeah. I
0: think yeah, I think for for everybody that the pathways there, and it's again though it secures down us in terms of if we the two that jumped over we've looked at and think oh okay we can get them in there straight away protect yeah. it straight away and i think from the club it's sort of a, a blessing we can do that
1: yeah in terms of playing football matches then yeah. um obviously I, i'm guessing the under eights to the under 16s they have their own yeah well do they play in their own leagues against other academies yes yeah, so it's yeah. an
0: academy program we'll set up now right yeah, so then the football education play a lot of a lot of teams that were sort of way, like the old tringums and stuff that are BTEC programmes as well right. um, and if I'm honest the standard's really really good um, where your scholars I think that they've played three games this year they played the Rochdales, Port Bales um, Salford they played Salford last week so right. that's sort of the, where they're playing at the moment So it's
1: all football league it's what category is it are these
0: categorised academies basically Yes categorised so the, I think obviously you obviously got United yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the top ones <laughs> yeah. um, but for us I think it's been it's been fantastic. It's been a, it's been a, a bit of an eye opener for everything in terms of how it looks. But like I said, I'd like to think we've got the the right foundations in place to, to for it to be a success. Yeah. Hopefully. So, yeah. Hopefully. No, no. no pressure. Well. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds exciting.
1: So the scholars then they're playing. Are they they're, they're playing in a league are they, again. Yes. And... They're in a
0: league. They're in a league, um, and that's the Saturday league. Right. Um, so yeah, it's it, it, it's sort of. Difficult to explain, um, because obviously for us that was sort of the norm when we come through. It was you, you train all week and you play on a Saturday, yeah. similar to the first team. Um, but then obviously with the football head side, it's been a little bit different because you've had the games on a Wednesday, and that's sort of been the the progression to get to our first team over recent years. Um, Cold is an example of that that sort of come through that pathway and been lucky enough to, to to make his chance and and to seize it. honest yeah. he's done fantastic.
1: Oh, he has. Yeah, Who was it was it. Who did Was it Cheson? I think yes. two lads yeah. went, Two lads yeah. were in the yeah. pop no, side. Seen, on have yeah. seen him do that a few times. I've
0: seen him do that. <laughs> Even yeah. I was. I was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, no, it's really good. Um, and, and in terms of results then, I, I guess, you know, under eights to under 13s, it's not results-based or there or thereabouts. Is it about results, or is it about what do you prioritise? Results, performances, development. What I you...
0: think that, that it's a tough, it's a tough gauge. I think for all of it, you do want it all because you'd want lads that know how to win games of football. The main thing is development to try and develop these players as best we can, um, not just football wise, people wise as well, which yeah. I think is a huge part. Um, so getting that balance right is is tough. It is tough, and I think every academy across the country is probably. Having these same conversations about that,
1: yeah, yeah, probably. I don't even know you know. Not probably about it. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Um... Yeah and I guess the player welfare as well that's a massive thing. I know you I know you mentioned the, the player liaison person yeah. JJ sort of is he welfare officer is that a welfare so the, role as well Yeah the,
0: he's Ryan Jones his name is yeah. and he sort of does the from 16 some 18s downwards right. um and he takes care of everything like that and he's Ryan worked in the Tech for a while and did the same with the BTEC lads so we provide that to them as well um as so they are full player welfare as well so it's um kelly's doing that this year she's just come in and it's it's a massive part i don't just think in football in terms of life that i think people open up a little bit more now so we need to make sure we're providing especially these young men with like you said at 16 17 18 you you could be all over i know i've had a few nights in heaven (laughs) and hell but it's been a bit like (laughs) but yeah it's um we need to support them as best we can yeah absolutely
1: and um Let's let's move on to the the Stockport Town link because yes. I'm I'm probably in the same boat as many other people. I ain't got a clue how this
0: works. Yeah. So could can you explain? Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> so the Stockport Town link um is sort of the branch between the Academy and the first team. Right. Um, the gap between that is massive. Yeah. If we're honest. The gap what,
1: the gap between Stockport Town and, no, St- and Stopport Stockport County. Yeah, Stopport definitely yeah. that's
0: massive. But I mean in terms of an eighteen year old. Coming to the end of his two years with us in both Tech and in Scholar, the jump then to go to the first team is huge. Yeah. It's huge. And it's again, you talk about welfare. The Stockport Town stuff sort of introduces lads to to the men's side of football. Yeah. And it's sort of we found over this years, and I'll use Cody as an example again, it sort of drips feed them into the men's game that stuff they probably wouldn't have to deal with on an uh, academy game or a Tech game and it's a, a man trying to elbow you in the face as you're trying to turn on the but as he's trying to do that chop it's someone yeah. taking him out from behind and it sort of matures a little bit I think and it's been it's been really really good um, so last year I think Cody played in it Josh Edwards played in it Scott Holden all played in it um, and a lot of lads from the BTEC programme had the experience to go and play men's football um, I think the gap from leaving there to the first team for a few was probably too quick, too soon. Right. So one lucky thing that we've been able to do is lads that left us last year have signed a sort of development contract with town. So they their sort of hybrid. So they'll train with town twice a week. And then they'll also drip feed into the academy just again to try to get them a little bit closer to that level where they could. Potentially jump up to the first team if they got the opportunity.
1: Right, so it's kind of like, um, it's another opportunity, isn't it, to, to be seen and, and yeah. to stay within the program. So it's, I think it's well documented by county fans, load anybody really that that when we play, you know, when we play like the Johnston's Paint trophy not Johnston's Paint Trophy, that's what I we know are. which one you mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Papa, yeah John's. The Papa John's, yeah, um, the, the pizza one, yeah, show, show <laughs> me age now. Um, the, you know when we're playing under 21 or under 23 yeah. or even when we played them in the, in the friendlies yeah the gap is that big the and the, and the, the, these these lads in man united under 23s so they play on carpets they're not used to men's football yeah and we,
0: we say the dark arts what cheating or whatever you want to call it, it, it <laughs> you it, know again it's people do it different people have under 23 football yeah well we've not sort of gone down that route we've gone the other route we've yeah dipping into the men's football we might come back to the under 23s at one point but yeah. for this season we thought we'll keep that sort of the way it is and lads have drip feeding into it and i know the BTEC lads four of them train with their we stop port town once a week so straight away they're playing with men yeah. once a week just to sort of gauge with that and um, it, it, there's no Real, it's sort of we're doing what we think's best and best for these lads and trying to get the best out of their potential. And like I said, it's it's sort of worked quite well over the last couple of years. And it's sort of on me and Paul to try and well, Paul and me to try and help these lads in that environment um, because it is tough. It's a tough environment to be in because there's some good players down there. Yeah, um, I think the lower leagues is very is very similar in terms of lads that may play in the Conference North. With a lot of travel and a lot, they end up dropping to these leagues, so they're not traveling as much. So they are some real, real good players in there.
1: Yeah, but it's like it's like a stepping stone, isn't it? Because unless you, unless you get to the very top of the game, where it's all a bit, it's it's a certain style of football. Yeah. You're going to get, you're going to have to play against men at some point, aren't you? Definitely. That are doing all these things yeah. to you. You know, yeah. doing all that kind of stuff. So if you, I, I see it as a real positive that if they come out of the, out of the um the FE excuse your turn, yeah. the FE or the scholars and they go into into Stockport Town that they're, they're experienced that
0: young enough.
1: Because if they are playing League 2 or League 1, they're going to get that anyway, aren't
0: exactly. they? Exactly. And even if, I think if we're honest, some won't jump up to the first team mm. from Stockport Town, but what they have done there is built their reputation up in non-league. Yeah. So straight away, a club from a couple of higher leagues might come and take them up there and I did it towards the end of my career and played part-time and worked and it's a great outlet for lads it's a great it's a great career really you sort of got two jobs and you can do really financially well out of it and yeah. a lot of lads prefer to stay and do that than jump into full-time which yeah. we've probably seen over Stopport over the last few years and it's Again, it's sort of like you said; it's it's an opportunity.
1: Yeah, it's. I think in in some in some aspects, it's it's kind of enriched our experience as a as a as a fan base. I think because when we're in when we're in the football league, you know, up until t- twenty twelve, I I took it for granted that we we were a football league team, and you know, I didn't go to away match. Well, didn't go to many as many as I do now away matches because I thought, well, we're in this. You know, we're in this. We're in this all the time, but going down and seeing. The non-league system and and experiencing players like like Ben Inchliffe yeah couldn't make it for a game once because he was driving yeah. used his job and that and it it sort of hits home that these are the real people I they? loved <laughs> it <laughs> I honestly
0: loved it and it, it's I, I I sort of left Hartlepool um, took this job at Stockport and went part-time for a few years with Ashton United I absolutely loved it I loved the, the people I loved the i love the camaraderie of it all i love the the way it was all again it was community based and it was the same faces and like i said the lads would some would come covered in muck from head to toe that they've not finished work not had a chance to have a shower and they turn up and it's like we travel to shelf shields get back at three in the morning and some are up at half five to go and God. start the shift and it's <laughs> i just loved it i loved everything about it and i think for lads it's it, it, it's not a bad thing to expose them to that that world.
1: Yeah, and I think it, it's absolutely spot on because lads get spat out, don't they? And they think it's the end of the world for them when they get spat out at academy level and stuff. And it's it's not, is it's it? It's not. It's and, and not. And it's
0: the, the, I think nowadays, especially, it's an easy journey to get back into if you do have to dip into non-league. I think you talk about scouts and stuff. Yeah, you, you see them at every non-league game. Yeah, we—that's we, what they're there to do. The, the next party, everyone's looking for. And I think for lads, if you you go down into them levels, play the games, and do what you need to do, it's, it can reap its rewards.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, nobody's
1: nobody's phoned in. It's uh, I say phoned in. It's not.
0: My wife might see him where I'm at. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe maybe it's not worked. Maybe I've done something wrong.
1: But anyway. Um, so, yeah, something we've noticed is ball boys, on 18-year-old ball boys from the academy doing the ball boy duties at County. What, yeah. what's, I mean, I can see why, but what, what's that all about?
0: I've got a real problem with ball boys in the past, by the way. I'll, well, I'll Okay, okay. I think <laughs> towards the end of the season, we did it. Um And I think, it, again, the gaffer, it was, it was ma- good for the lads to be in around that and see that environment yeah. and sort of see that it's a sort of different view from sitting up in the stand nice and in the the lane there and you're enjoying the the atmosphere. But when you pitch side and you're seeing these men bounce into each other, you're thinking, oh, wow, yeah. I, I, I could potentially be in this one day. So that side of it's great for our lads. Obviously seeing the first team come in, seeing what they do before the games, the warm-up, fantastic for them. And I think as well, it was they know how to manage the game a little bit. If the ball goes out, they know to get it back in quickly. That's if, problem. If, if it goes, yeah. we're winning and we need to slow it down a yeah, bit. They might yeah. not sprint to get that ball Yeah, where a 12 year old might run and get it and throw it back in straight away. Exactly. And I think, yeah, Yeah, again, I think that again, these, these big benefits the hope of it. Yeah. That That's
1: what I, was, I wasn't, I didn't have a problem with ball boys from the academy. It was more, you know, when you get, Ball boys or ball girls uh, from say I don't know just just from a school or something yeah. like it used to, yeah. and it's like it's trying to keep the game rushing on and it's yeah. just like or oh, they don't even get it they don't, even <laughs> not, they don't even know how to react <laughs> it's, just, yeah, it's
0: so that, annoying. the big pressure games at the end it was um, it was a good decision
1: yeah yeah but there, I think there is room for the community side of that as well. no, I, but, I did yeah. it when
0: I was coming through yeah uh, when I think I was under under twelves, under thirteens and we did it and it was amazing It yeah, was a, yeah. it was a great day out for her, and it's a, like you said these. Time and place for for both. Yeah, and and you
1: see so many stories, don't you, at, at the at the top level because that's where it's mentioned. But you know, I think it's is it Ch- Chalaba used to be a ball boy for Chelsea or something yeah, like that. You know, yeah, so it's yeah. it's um I think you're right. It's it's, it's it's really good experience for them at that age to yeah. see it up close. I remember when I took my lad and it was County in 2014 or something, and he, we were close to the pitch and he was taken aback by you know the difference when you go yeah, close the up to it yeah yeah it's not a tv show people that's what we need to bring them to game <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like that new sky the new skyline um not the new skyline the new sky sort of motto is it's only live once yeah. well it well yeah if you go to the game it is yeah. Yeah. watch it again when you get home yeah <laughs> um so a couple more questions and we'll get onto your sort of your sort of career for a, yeah. for a short while um the setup now, then you—you you kind of touched on this before. Um, when, but but we wouldn't go into too depth. When you were playing for County as a kid and you broke through. Yeah, I remember. Was it we played Derby? I think, and I think you lost the ball or you mistimed a header. Was it? Yeah, and you were only like a slip of a lad. It was Hull. Whole... Was it Hull Hull, was Hull, Hull, or or Hull? Hull, yeah, yeah, Hull at home. Yeah, Hull. I remember you being like you was annoyed with yourself. Yeah, properly. yeah, I remember that to yeah. this day. So
0: I think it was my second game. I think we played Hull at home, and I've tried to head it back, and it fell short, and they scored. Yeah, um, I think it was Albert that scored. I'm sure it was Wilbram that scored was it? it. I'm sure it was. Um, <sighs> you had a knack of, that, knack of yeah, doing it, that, didn't he? He did. It did. <laughs> no, but yeah, he's, if, I, if I'm honest, I think we've since I've been back at the club, it's been it's been different. The lads have been come from the academy into into successful teams since i've been back um which is great and i think when we come through it was it was sort of different yeah it was we were in a struggling team and it was it was sort of a, a different environment to what our boys are going up to now
1: yeah does the does the the, the way the club not so much structured but the way the club is in its because when you were coming through we were, I don't League One, perhaps League, uh, League, League Two. One. League, League One, League One. We yeah. were League One. We got um, relegated
0: from League One the, the first year I come in. First yeah. year.
1: So, uh, the, 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 the we didn't know it at the time, but the signs were on the wall, weren't they? The, 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 I think Chaloner mentioned it when he was at the club that uh, the health of the club was, was on a downward trend, yeah. not on upward. Now it's on an upward trend. Did, th- did that ever come through to you as a player coming through that you knew that this isn't a club going up necessarily? Not or? really,
0: because when I was coming, I think I joined the academy at 12 um so you had some real good years then really you had the, the league one years again touching the championship i remember yeah. we, they always mention this game we come and i think i might even ball boying, and we played chef wednesday and beckett scored two i think and we won three one and it right. was just like wow, wow it was <laughs> unbelievable Um we come through and like i said we come in at a, a bad time and if we're honest it was a good group of players it was. If you look at that team that got relegated from League One on paper, it was. Yeah. It was phenomenal, um, but for a young lad to sort of be through into that environment, it was. It was tough.
1: Yeah, I was just looking for a piece of paper then because your know, stats are somewhere here. Yeah. But just thinking about the kits, and I'm not. I'm not Ben, the uh, the, the, the fabric fancier. Uh, but that kit was the scandi It was a Scandia kit, wasn't it? So yeah. you're talking Beckett and Feeney up front. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ricky Lambert. So Beckett
0: had just left as I come through. Um, right. So it was Ricky, Phoenix, Dewey Barlow. Right, um, yeah, yeah. Um, you had, obviously, you had Griff at the back with Ash, myself, um, Danny Adams left back, yeah. Jim Goodwin midfield. Um, it, a good, good team. Yeah. Good team. Ricky Lambert, I said him already. Was yeah, a yeah. Different different well, level and that, he but, was playing centre mid at the time. And yeah, it was, yeah.
1: I went on to play for England. I I mean... Went on to play for England. Ash, <laughs>
0: captain yeah. Wales to, to semifinals in your in, in Euros and it's how that team struggled, how it did, it's it was it was scary and it's looking back now, it it was they were a great bunch of men in terms of they were one great players but they were great people and they sort of looked after me because they knew I was in a, a bad, bad environment in terms of how it was and if you're losing games in a young man it, it, it's not nice. And people like Briggsy sort of took me under their arm a little bit and ash and danny Adams sort of took me under their wing a little bit and sort of protected you a little bit because i think i've just turned 17 you wanted to to fight the world and do everything yourself and you took it real personal and they sort of if it wouldn't have been for them it could have gone either way for me i think that's that's a big big statement Yeah, yeah i think because it under that under the pressure and under the the circumstances we were going through it's like i said you felt like it was all on you when i was starting every week at just turned 17 and it yeah. felt like it's we'd get beat and it was my fault and it was like if you wouldn't have had them good support network there you, who knows which way it would have gone um and that, that's one thing i touched on it with the academy lads that have gone up you know they're going up to a, a bunch of pros that We'll do that and we'll look after him and won't be intimidated by a young lad coming up. They'll, they'll put their arm around him and make him feel welcome. And for us as staff, that, that, that's all we can ask.
1: Yeah, no, that's good. That's really good. Um, So you stuck around and we got back up, didn't we?
0: We got back up. We got back we up. We got back up. We <laughs> nearly went down, but then we come back <laughs> up. We, um, we, we we did that game at Carlisle. We won't talk about that. The, the most nervous game of my life. Yeah. Um. After that, it was it was it was very very positive. It was very positive, yeah. and it was some of the best times of my career. Right,
1: yeah. nice, yeah. nice, yeah, yeah. It was it was I was in the crowd that day, full house, nil. I've never I've never said I've never been more nervous for a nil nil in my life. I've, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you know, a you cross probably... come in
0: last minute. And I've gone to clear, and it's bounced up and it's ricocheted off. And I think if that goes in, we're we're down. And it was like <laughs> scary. Yeah. But that, that the the really, I think it was the fact that. We had about an eight-minute wait, didn't we, before, was it the Boston game that we had to wait for? And it I remember yeah. just being stood on the pitch and everyone didn't know what was going on. And then it's that feeling afterwards. Yeah. It, was, it was amazing. And I
1: think it was around the time that... Um... I'm going to show me age again that mobile phones weren't, no, not everybody no, owned a mobile yeah, phone. Did. Yeah. Not every, it's scary, that did.
0: Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I've seen the videos back and think, wow, how bad were them cameras? How,
1: how bad did we all look? I know. And I remember someone had um, someone had a radio, and my mate's going, it's finished, it's finished. Because I think, yeah. did Cambridge go down or something? I think, I can't, I can't, can't I can't remember. remember. My yeah. memory's shocking. Yeah. Um, and it started to filter out on this guy. I just remember this guy with a radio to his head going, it's not even finished yet. Yeah. I'm not even finished. Yet. Yeah. So anyone's going, yeah. Like that. Um, and then, obviously, we we got ourselves back up. Yeah. Um. And at, at the sort of height of that, you scored an absolute peach against Oldham. Yeah. Now, now we we. I mean, for me personally, I mean, I talk about other fans, but I quite like Oldham. We got on with Oldham. I've yeah. got a, a mate who's an Oldham fan, and um, and we beat him three one that day, and Thompson scored. Yes. Twice. Oh no, Bully scored once and Thompson I think scored Bully scored I think. and Thompson scored. Yeah, and yeah. you. And, yeah. yeah. And, um, so talk us through that goal because did you have a nosebleed or something? What, yeah. what was going on? Jim used to do it.
0: I used to play um, deep line midfielder for Jim right. and on goal kicks he'd push me up front. It's obviously cause I was tall. And, yeah, yeah. And and I just had everything and he right. put me up front and it's bounced through and I've seen the kit and I've, I don't know what I've tried. I've done it and it's gone mm-hmm. in um, and it, it was brilliant. I think what made it so special was it was sort of like, again, when we used to come and watch, it was Friday night. It was yeah. under the lights. It was a full EP. It was sort of, it was proper. Yeah. And you, you sort of, if I'm honest, I had all my family there, all my friends there. And it was one of the best games of my career, I think. And it was, like I said, it was capped off with a nice, a nice chip. Yeah. No, it was good. Couldn't do it again. Like, but yeah, <laughs> I did, it, it did go in.
1: I was going to say, like, on, uh, at coaching, do you never, like, just ping one in the top left just to keep it I real? will show them every now and again. <laughs> yeah. I will show them that video.
0: I did this once, <laughs> lads. Don't worry. No, they um, <laughs> not bothered anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, from a fan's perspective, I came out of that game shaking, like, with nerves because yeah. I was thinking, we've just beat Oldham. Than... Because I think were they, were top. The
0: time. they were top of the league. Were they? I think we were third um, with a game in hand or two games in hand. And um, and after that win, you were looking at it thinking we could have a go at getting back to, to where the flinnies were. Where yeah. do You know, you're looking at it thinking, could we do it? And it, that was probably the game that sort of made us start to believe a little bit. Um, and then again, I'll put my armbands on with, with what happened after that. And yeah. it sort of, the rug got pulled, pulled from under us massively. Yeah.
1: No, it did. It did massively, yeah. Um, I think that was the season. At the end of that season, we... We've got the, the deduction, we got the deduction, yeah. and we got beat at Brighton away on la, yeah. uh, last day, last didn't day. we? Yeah, last and then day they finished day. above us, I remember. Yeah. um, um, so uh, did you you left then, didn't you? So
0: I stayed the next season, yeah, until um, January. Um, so obviously, Gary come in, um, and we would talk of the, the takeover, which went on and went on and went on. Um, and I stayed until January. Nova, we stayed in admin that whole time which was tough, which was I'd say about being tough and talk about young lads getting through into sort of situations that they shouldn't have been through into. Yeah. load did at that time, I remember we played at Ellen Road away. Um, sorry, Leeds away at Ellen Road. Yeah. And you had, I think, Andy Alls made his debut at 16. Danny Roll made his debut at 16 against Leeds squad that's worth, yeah. worth millions. And you're thinking, what can you do to protect these young lads here? And it was one-hand a great experience for him, but it's sort of being fruit of the lions a little bit in the same breath. Um, and it was tough when we got to January. Um, and I don't know if I've ever told this story and we're still in admin and me, Michael Rose and Jolly Mullins were, we've had interest from clubs. So we turned up to training one day, transfer deadline day. I think it was the first of February that year. And it was like the five o'clock finish. Um, and he said, Oh, you guys are not training today we need to sell two years to to keep us going so we're like what's going on here and and it was like and if i'm honest it got to a point that year where it was just you had false promise after false promise and it was just it was so tough and gary was gary was amazing as a man he kept it together as best he could and as a coach he was fantastic and he he, he couldn't have done any more um so yeah we were sat there and mold and rosie went first he was going to norwich so he got the call he went then johnny was going so i was going to stay um so johnny was going to swindon i think and that fell through so i was just about to go home got a phone call scum of coming for you straight to Scunthorpe. i think i signed on the, the deadline and it was one of them listen you can sign with this or you can go back and stop Port might not be there anymore and that was sort of the, the reality of it wow. really and it was it was a uh, Obviously at that age. For me, one side I was leaving the club that have given me everything. On the, the flip side, I got an opportunity to to go and play in the championship. And I think my third game in was at Newcastle away. And it was like amazing, amazing. Yeah, I'd yeah, never get yeah. that opportunity again. And it was it was tough though. It was tough. Um, them admin years were were, were not very nice. No, in no. terms of people losing the job and the unsecurity of it and great people were we talk about people being fantastic. The girls, Rachel and Grace, that that kept everything together as best they could. They were they were they wouldn't have survived without them. The lads would have they would have gone because they weren't getting paid, and it was, it was a a tough, tough. It was more than a year, really. It was probably just short of a year, sorry. And it was difficult, difficult time. So just a point of reference then,
1: Grace Cash now? Grace Cash, and yeah. So Grace, Grace, and Grace, Grace Cash yes, and Liam Gra- Cash have got a lot to answer for. They in have, terms yeah, of, so they kept on <laughs> going. Yeah, Grace
0: and Rachel were, were, were fantastic and like I said, they, we were young lads at the time. Yeah. Very, very young and they sort of steadied the ship as best they could.
1: I'm always interested when players leave and, and I mean, yours is like really difficult circumstances. Clubbing admin, you've been thrown to, to, to Scunthorpe. How does that work logistically? Do you have to find some dicks or yeah
0: so they put me in i stayed with a man um who had like a, a converted school um and he put me in the room for a while and then i ended up moving up there with me with my wife and right. we did a first year there at Scunthorpe, and i think i did two years there and so we decided to buy a place moved to rotherham after a year i was sold Had to sell that house and then right. after that i just said i'm gonna i'm gonna travel it then I signed for Oxford <laughs> and after that, Carlisle. So it was, um, yeah, I did a lot of traveling over the last couple of years, but I guess that's that's part of the. You never you
1: never commuted to Oxford. When you say you traveled to Oxford, you what? Traveled down on a Monday, so all yeah, week? So yeah, then...
0: that's sort of typical week. So you'd yeah. go Sunday night or Monday morning, right. um, stay over Monday night, train Tuesday, come home, usually have a Wednesday off right. uh, during the week, have Wednesday, go back Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come home again. Then repeat.
1: Yeah, it's, soul it's, destroying though
0: that isn't it? It is. It's tough. It's tough, and it's it tough on my wife. And yeah, especially because it wasn't just Oxford. I then went to Carlisle, yeah. and then I went to Hartlepool. And it's <laughs> it's got, got been, Mansfield in the middle. Mansfield's yeah. in the middle. Yeah. yeah. So it's it it, it has been a. A few, um, a few miles in my golf. you <laughs> <laughs> still got your golf. I bought a golf from 14,000 miles. I retired it on 222. Really? Yeah, I bought it at Oxford, got rid of it at Carlisle, so it's um best bet of money I spent. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Buy a golf, everyone.
1: <laughs> I love it. But um, in terms of, I mean, Post County, obviously, Scunfort, Rotherham, Oxford, Mansfield, Carlisle, Crewe, Hartlepool, Ashton. I yeah. don't think... I've done my research, by the way, everybody. But I don't. Yeah. It's Wikipedia, so I don't know if that's all that's true. Yeah. Um, how would you? I mean, just just sort of summarize that that whole that that whole journey. I mean, you, you know, you know, I'd, I'd give me a left hand to be a footballer. You've lived it. Yeah. I,
0: what you know? What What's it been like? It's yeah. I, I, it's tough. It's amazing. It's the best job in the world. Some of the people I've met. Some of the experience I've got. I never would have. I never would have dreamed of getting that from a lad from the estate that's come on and gone. What I've done, I've I've travelled the world with football, and it's it, it's been absolutely amazing. Um, there is a dark side to it, and it's a tough side, um, but the the good days outweigh the the bad days by by a country mile. Yeah, yeah, that's country good. mile.
1: No, that's really good, and that's probably a good time to a good place to end it. Brilliant, nice one. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna cut it there, just to say to everybody, I, I should have mentioned it halfway through. I'm, I'm rubbish at this huge podcasting stuff. You'd think I'd be used to it right now. Uh, if you haven't already, please like uh, the video, subscribe. If you're listening, watching, or yeah, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, um, I've done it as a special cast to those because uh, we had a special guest on. So pop over to YouTube and, and hit that subscribe button, um, and you will be able to hear the audio of this tomorrow or friday on all good podcast players including spotify and you and apple brilliant you yeah, because we don't just make this shit up you That's know I mean? so <laughs> hear my deep voice again <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah last thing to say um i haven't got any admin so just massive thank you to thank Rainsy you,
0: for thank coming you for on for having me. hopefully i've um, answered a few questions that i know a lot of people have been asking me on them
1: yeah. When they see
0: me, hopefully it's sort of cleared it up a little bit. Yeah. Because it is complicated, isn't it? It's, I mean... <laughs> it's complicated for us. We have these conversations daily. Um, it, it, it's complicated, but it's. Like I said, I think we'd like to think we've got foundations in place to yeah to keep us going and sort of reap the rewards. Hopefully. Yeah, and it sounds like
1: obviously the future's bright And it. I mean, some of these players are probably I don't know how far they are off, but I mean, if Cody Johnson's anything to go by, we're in yeah. we're in a good place. Hopefully, we? hopefully, yeah. yeah. Hopefully. No. Cheers, mate. Thanks for coming on. No pressure. On. Right, so on. Thank you very much. Cheers everyone. Thanks for listening Cheers. and uh, speak, see you little, uh, next week. How do I turn it off now? Nick's not here. There we go.